Fantasy Grounds Fridays is broadcasted live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Twitch.tv forward slash Fantasy Grounds. This episode was recorded live March 25th, 2022. To learn more about Fantasy Grounds, go to fantasygrounds.com. And welcome back. I know we were we missed last week, uh, but we're back for another Fantasy Grounds Fridays. I am Bryce. I am streaming specialist at SmiteWorks. Uh, and today I am joined by Jody Black, uh, COO and managing editor at Pinnacle Entertainment. Hello. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. Uh, it is exciting. Thank you. Thank you for being here and talking to us about, I presume, Savage Worlds and... Uh, the other stuff at Pinnacle. I mean, yeah, ask me anything. I've got my fingers in lots of pies, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about Savage Worlds especially and mm -hmm. how that relates to Fantasy Grounds, I think. But, you know, if you've got any questions about upcoming releases or just anything, you know, pop that into the chat and uh, Bryce will read that out. Yep. Yeah, feel free. Any, any questions you have about Savage Worlds or Fantasy Grounds, feel free to ask. Can't guarantee all of them will have an answer, but we'll try our hardest. I can always make stuff up. Uh, sure. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, do it. That would be funny. <laughs> All right. So um, I think I'd like to start these. Can you get game pies? Yum. Can you just give us. Um, we'll start with we'll start with just a, a, a an introduction of you. An introduction of Jody. OK, so I was the kind of person who grew up watching Dungeons and Dragons, the cartoon on TV, but never <laughs> clued in that that was actually a game you could play. Sorry. Yes, I'm a real blonde. Um, so no, I'm just excited because I, I also I do remember watching that that show. <laughs> but you probably figured out there was a game attached, and I don't know why I didn't figure that out. But apparently a lot of my friends played it. They just never invited me to it, um, mm. including my best friend, and she doesn't get to live that down. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it got to be college before I was invited to my first game of D&D, &D, and it was actually my friends in the Lutheran student movement in college, and I had to beat those guys into submission before they'd let me play, because back then in the 90s, it was like... But you're a girl. <laughs> so, you know, breaking some stereotypes, but we, uh, we we played the game. I fell in love immediately, and we ended up gaming, like, the entire fall break weekend. Like, we would sleep for, like, like six hours from, like, 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. I'd get up, and I'd go to work, and then I'd come back from work, and we'd continue the campaign. Did not take a break the entire weekend. And then later, my sorority sisters found out that I was playing a game called D&D, and they're like, oh, you like D&D? &D? You need to go meet these people. So while Lutheran Student Movement got me into gaming eventually, but it was the sorority sisters who kept me involved in gaming. So how many people get to say that, right? That's fun. So thank you, Zeta Ta Alpha, and my grand big sis in particular. And that was how I met my husband, Clint Black, who also works with Pinnacle Entertainment Group. And uh, it's just been history since. We started playing GURPS. Then from there, we found this little game called Deadlands. <laughs> and uh, then we started playtesting for Savage Worlds in 2003, or before it came out in 2003. Um, and then I started picking up some editing jobs for them uh, because my background was in grant writing at that time. And I'm a real grammar Nazi person. So like, I can't let it go. Sorry, it's, it's a bad habit. So, uh, so that's how I ended up where I am now, which is kind of majorly just kind of keeping an eye on where things are and continuing to push projects out. So I work very well with um, Shane, the owner of the company, um, Simon, who's our production manager. Just, I mean, we're a really close-knit team. We really are. And uh, I can't say anything bad about our group. What can I say? I mean, <laughs> we we just have a fantastic team. I've loved working with every single one of them over the years, and I can't give it up. So that's me. That's fun. That's that's real fun. That's a that's a great story. Uh, Thank you. I think so too. Yeah, Jess over on YouTube says, "Isn't the concept of RPGs making stuff up?" Yes. Absolutely. And I did not lie. I did not make any of that up. So 
If you were looking for the making stuff up, it wasn't there. Um, so in the Savage Worlds community, I've come to be known as the Queen of Crit Fails. And I have an aura around me. If you ever game with me, either virtually or in person, you will crit fail. I'm just saying. It's not just me who crits fails a lot. And I have had really epic crit fails. Nice. Um, but, uh, but the people around me crit fail. In fact, we had an in-person convention just two weeks ago. And in one round at my table, I was game mastering Deadlands. I had three people out of five who crit failed in the same round. Yes. I love <laughs> crit fails. I love how you just get to just change everything up right then, right there. That's that's good. Um, all right, so we do have a question. Um, it seems like it's mostly a, a, it is a Fantasy Grounds directed question. Um, so I'm not sure if you'll have the answer, and I definitely don't on this one. But it's uh, will you start including maps with line of sight in Deadlands Adventures? I believe so. Yes, because when I've played it, you um, on Fantasy Grounds, you've got the controls as the game master to whether or not you can open up the room mm -hmm. and just let them see everything. You know, um, like uh, I guess the best way I can describe it is like when I was playing D and D back in the old days with the graph paper, and mm -hmm. you just kind of drew out the cave or whatever, and everybody could see where everything is. Um, or you can do it with the line of sight where you don't see around the corner until you've yeah. moved your character around the corner. And then you've got that arc of visibility. So from what I remember of the last time I played on Fantasy Grounds, yeah, that's absolutely. Yeah, I think some of our, I think some of the older Deadlands stuff, like the one that we have on sale right now, uh, the, uh, the Rippers Resurrected, um, does not support line of sight. Yep, that one right there. Uh, however, our... New release, Savage Rifts, uh, Savage Foes of North America. That one does include line of sight. So I think newer newer releases definitely have it. Um, it's just that some of those old ones haven't been me. updated. Yeah, that makes sense to me because what you have to understand is Virtual Tabletop has really seen such an explosion in the past two to three years, mm -hmm. mostly because of COVID. But before that, like SmiteWorks has been creating the virtual tabletop version of our products since the beginning, since I think almost since 2003, like, mm -hmm. or at least going back to some of our older products like that. So you can find anything pretty much that we've made for Savage Worlds on the SmiteWorks on Fantasy Grounds. And it makes sense that when you went and you made this, which mm -hmm. came out several years ago, yeah. here's the core books for it, by the way, the Game Master's Handbook and the Player's Guide for Rippers, um, mm -hmm. which, oh my gosh, uh, Victorian horror, I absolutely love it. You get to rip the technology of the monsters out of them, like you grab the teeth out of Dracula and now you've got teeth and you can bite people with them. That's cool. You take the fangs out, of, you take the claws out of the werewolf, you know, it's mm -hmm. fun times. Um, so it makes sense to me that you wouldn't spend your, your developer's time going back and updating that because you want to keep focusing on mm -hmm. putting out new product. And that means keeping up with our production schedule, which has gone gangbusters. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, it's like every week I see something new from, from Savage Worlds. Yeah. So, so here's our Rips box set which is, you know, obviously in the physical, in the real here, but mm -hmm. the release that you were just talking about is Savage Foes of North America, which is one of the three books in this box set, I mm -hmm. think. Yes. So this one has the Player's Guide, the Game Master's Handbook, and then Savage Foes of North America is basically your bestiary or bestiary, yeah. depending on how you want to <laughs> pronounce that. I say bestiary because I'm a stickler for um, spelling, and that makes it easier to spell. So pronounce That's it bestiary. Fair. You won't forget how to spell it. So Rifts I love because it's just so much. Like I'm actually playing in an online game of Rifts right now for testing um, or it was originally a playtest for Atlantis and the Demon Seas. And now it's just, we're having fun with it. We can't stop. Um, in our last game, there was a, um, one of our member, the member of our party, um, played by Candace. She, uh, she was getting married. So she was having a bachelorette party. And meanwhile, the guys went to the bachelor party and they had a total, like the hangover version oh. of riffs 
<laughs> going to, I mean, just, oh yeah. gosh, it was so much fun for us ladies to kind of like half the tent, you know, when you split the party, it's a little hard for the GM to wrangle. We had so much fun, Candace and I, sitting there and watching all the fun stuff that the guys were going through. Like, one of them played the Love Interest Adventure Deck card on a saber-toothed tiger. tiger. <laughs> How rips is that? <laughs> Meanwhile, That's us cool. ladies joined the Amazons in South America and fought off an entire crew of lizardmen. Because we rock. And it was the best bachelorette party ever. I mean, I don't know how you top that. You really can't. No. 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 Not at all. Um, so yeah. uh, Jess asks, uh, does Pinnacle do their own Fantasy Grounds conversions? No, actually. We uh, make the books and then we hand it over to Smiteworks and then their developers make the versions that you use on fant for Fantasy Grounds. So the other virtual tabletops that we have available for our products, those are created by our in-house team. And let me tell you, they had a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> They've done a fantastic job um, for Foundry and Roll20, and we've been releasing the DIY VTT for those who want to make things themselves. Um, but, I mean, Smiteworks, Fantasy Grounds, y'all have been the granddaddy from the very beginning. Like, this is the Cadillac. This is the... You don't need to worry about your quality here because it's just done. Yeah. There's been, you know, there's been bug reports that mm -hmm. we've had our team jump on and they've worked through the wee hours of the night trying to address. And I feel like whenever there's something that happens at Smiteworks, it's just, I don't actually, I don't even really hear about it because it doesn't happen. Or if it does, it gets fixed so fast. Yeah. We're very good about that. Yeah. Um, and I know that the uh, the people we have that do do these conversions, they're very good um, at, at getting them done and getting them done faithfully and accurately. Yeah. And they play this, too. Like, mm -hmm. I see the names of the people who work on these. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this conversion was by that guy. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess just for... Because as I as I mentioned before we started, I I've not played uh, Savage Worlds yet. Although I am planning to, as you can see, I've got a got a Deadlands box set just hanging out back there by my D12. Um, Let me show you the world. Yeah, you want to just just give us the give us the rundown. Why Savage Worlds? So what's different about Savage Worlds from say Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder and maybe some of the other fantasy-oriented games, is we have a core system, and in that core system, you then um, apply a different setting to it. So, for example, I've already showed you Rifts and uh, Rippers, and they both begin with R. That's really the only thing about them that's the same <laughs> other than the fact that you use the core Savage Worlds mechanics. Um, in Rippers, Rippers, we've got the uh, setting rules so that you're embracing the Victorian era. And it is, it's horrific. Actually, both of them are horror. We love horror. We just love to lean into that genre. We don't just do horror, but we do other things too. But both of those have horror in them. Um, so you're going to, like I said, you know, rip the technology out of people. And if you go too far, if you take too much of the monster into you, you become the monster. So, you know, you're, you're walking mm. that line. So it's, so we've got the game mechanics in place for that. But each time that we've got these, we call those setting rules, but they're basically like you take this element and you plug it in. I mean, kind of like if you imagine your PC yeah. and you port in, right? Like you've got a USB port or you've got, you know, whatever thing that you're plugging into it. Um, same for Rifts. We actually have the license for Rifts from Palladium. They're the original publishers of the setting and they're still producing content for that setting, doing a fantastic job with it. Um, so, you know, it's a well-loved setting and it's just amazing. It has fantasy in it. It's got space. It's got a little bit of, it's just got a little bit of everything to it. So if you can imagine it, it, it you can do it in riffs really. Um, but then we also have other settings like, for example, we have the license for Flash Gordon. So I've got that box set too. That's so. fun. Flash! Ah, uh, so you want to do your space pulp adventure? Mm -hmm. There's one of the um, 
one of the setting rules, and this one is called interplanetary romance. <laughs> so every time you land on a planet, you make a die roll to find out if you're going to have a romantic adventure there. Somebody's going to fall in love with you. You're going to fall in love with somebody else. Maybe it's going to be kind of more of a, just a dalliance. Maybe it's going to be true love. Whatever it is, that's that's a staple in Flash Gordon. So we want that at the table. You're not going to find that in Rippers. Sure, you yeah. can. If, if, you know, if romance is your thing, like it is mine, I love it in all of my games, but you don't have to have it in Rippers. So that's not a setting. So those are just some ideas of the different types of settings that you can play with Savage Worlds, but it all comes down to the same core mechanic. Mm-hmm. And for example, in D&D, you roll a D20, you apply modifiers. Um, in our game system, you use all the dice. So D4, D6, D8, D10, D12. The GM uses a D20 behind the screen a couple of times, usually when rolling on the fear table. <laughs> you don't want that. I mean, I do, but uh, you don't want that. I probably um, do. <laughs> it's It's got fun stuff in there, like a heart attack or a minor <laughs> phobia. <laughs> or you get the effects of the Joker and you get inspired and you just like, you go gangbusters, like you get an adrenaline surge. You're going, wow. Yeah, so different things can happen to you on the fear table. Um, So let me explain jokers for a second. We also don't use that D20 die roll to figure out when your initiative is. We use a standard deck of playing cards. So every single card has a different rank in relationship to another one. You're not going to sit here and say, well, you have a dex of 18 and you have a dex of 18. So now let's look at what other kind of things you've got. No, it's just everybody gets a card. Maybe you've got an edge that gives you two cards and you take the best of the two. Or you've got a hindrance that says, I'm going to take two cards and go on the slowest of the two. Um, So if you get the Joker, however, you get to go whenever you want and you get plus two to all of your actions. Now, plus two is a modifier that's used in D&D and Pathfinder and other kinds of games, but it's a huge deal in our game system because four is your standard target number. So if you need um, a success, you're generally looking for four. On a D4, that's a 25% chance. Not bad. And because you're the wild card, you're the hero of the story or the major villain, Mm -hmm. you get what we call a wild die. So you're going to roll that D4 and a D6 and take the best of the two. So now the odds of succeeding at that Mm -hmm. four are so much better. And every time you get four over that target number, you get um, what we call a raise. So you've done better at it. So it's not just that you found the clue in this investigation scene. You found a major clue in this investigation scene. Yeah. And then we also have bennies. So bennies Mm -hmm. are short for benefits, which is a job term um, used in the United States, usually among like corporate level employees. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, military, I think, also uses that. Anyways, so uh, we call them bennies. They're basically a meta mechanic. Every standard wildcard player starts with three of them. And you can spend a benny to do a reroll. So you have in Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. you have lined up all of your attacks. You've got flanking. You've got this bonus. You've got that bonus. And this is the attack that's going to make or break the game, right? And then your dice crap out. Yep. Spend yep. a benny. Reroll. Get a get another option because you're the hero. You should get another option at this. So yeah, you earn bennies by role playing your hindrances. Mm-hmm. Like for example, that taking the worst of two cards in initiative. Um, and then you can also during character creation you can buy points. It's a point buy system basically. Yeah. So you can buy better edges that we call them so that you can get mm-hmm. to be cooler and cooler and cooler. Yeah. So in general, it's. It's so easy to to run um, as a GM. It's fast, mm-hmm. furious, fun is our tagline. And when you're talking about a it's complex a character, they can still usually fit on like an index card, mm-hmm. the entire character sheet. In fact, we've got what we call archetype cards that yeah. have the artwork, a slogan for the character, and all the stats for the character. And it's on basically the size of a tarot card, like three and a half by five inches. Oh, okay. That's it. That's all you need to play this character. Plus dice. The GM's got to have a deck of cards. Mm-hmm. You have some sort of a token for bennies. 
You need your core rules to be able to know what's going on. You can homebrew anything. So I've heard of people like home homebrew like a um, Scooby-Doo Cthulhu. Okay, sure. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you can just, you mm -hmm. can imagine. Yeah. If you can imagine it, you can definitely play it with Savage World. And I think that's why Flash Gordon is one of our licensed while while we have the why they, we have the rifts license mm -hmm. why we have the pathfinder for savage world i was, World's I was just going to ask about that cuz that's a very very unusual uh that's a very unusual thing to happen yes yeah there were a lot of people who were floored by that and so let's look at it from say a business point of view okay pathfinder has these really cool stories mm -hmm. that they have in their adventure paths and they have their game system. We are not changing anything about those stories. If you've already played them in those adventure paths, mm -hmm. then you pretty much know the story. You've got all the spoilers. But you can play them again using our game system. Or maybe yeah. you never got into Pathfinder before. I personally am not a very, um, I guess I call it crunchy. Yeah, that's, um, and that's how I would describe it. Yeah, and uh, you can ask my friend Stu, Stu, if you're watching, thank you for decades of adding my modifiers because when double digits are involved, I can't do it. If it's 12 yeah. plus 14, I will sit there and stare <laughs> at you until I finally get it. I cannot do double digits, but when it's Savage Worlds, you're typically keeping the numbers under 20. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's like with the double digit thing on the D20, I'm kind of going, oh, I can't do the math. I know it's not much math. I know that I do this for a living, but I need a calculator. So I like playing those same stories using our mm -hmm. rules. And there have been people who've played those stories again using our rules. And they've taken it completely off the rails in a different direction. Yeah. Because they've got all the story material for mm -hmm. the world of Galarian. And they're like, yeah, but what if we did this and make their GM think about it in a completely new way? That's fun. I love hearing about that. Yeah, yeah. that's really and fun. And Pathfinder, Paizo, they're they're love they love that too. Mm -hmm. They just want people to play with their world. Yeah, that's that's really cool. It it is like like I said, it's it's like a really really rare thing for one role playing game company to license their setting to a completely different uh, system. Yeah, and I mean they're still making great content. Mm -hmm. They've got. Pathfinder Society, they've got Starfinder Society. We don't have an organized playing. I mean, how do you organize it when you've got, you know, homebrew yeah. Ubi Doo Cthulhu and you've got Rippers and you've got Flash Gordon and you've got rip, Rips of... We haven't really figured... We haven't cracked that nut and we really just yeah. want to focus on making great content. So um, there are great communities out there for playing Savage Worlds. I think one of those is here at Fantasy Grounds. Mm -hmm. Um, you can find somebody new to play with, especially with the Fantasy Grounds College people. They are fantastic at helping you learn the new learn the system if you're not familiar with it. So I totally recommend try it, you know, and make some new friends and play some new games. Mm -hmm. um, just a reminder to anyone, if you are interested in coming on and playing some Savage Worlds with uh, Fantasy Grounds, uh, hop in our hop in our Discord server. We, I know we have a uh, we have a channel just dedicated to uh, Savage Worlds. We basically have one for every every major system. So hop in and uh, and find find people to find people to play with. They're here. Yeah, I had somebody recently reach out to me on Facebook that I know from the local community, and mm -hmm. she's like, "Jody, you're a gamer." <laughs> like, yes yes i am she says how can i find a group for my son to play in i was like honestly start online you know mm -hmm. because people are still not getting out in person quite so much um and it's it's finally easing up here at least locally in north carolina so thank you god for that because we all want to go out and have fun um but you can meet people online kind of figure out what their um uh, quirks are for using a savage world's term um but you you kind of let go like okay i can hang with that kind of a quirk and be like let's let's meet in person let's try this in person yeah. and i know also some people who use fantasy grounds in their in-person mm -hmm. games 
to run the combat because it's just already laid out for them. Yeah, it's. I'm just gonna. I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. Maybe it makes me a, a fake, a fake gamer, but it's easier. How it's are you a fake easier. gamer? Thing, right. <laughs> right. I guess that's fair. That's a that's a good way to put it. But like that is why that is like the whole reason why I started using Fantasy Grounds was it it handled all the stuff that I don't like about about playing role playing games. Which is the math, because yeah. I totally agree with you. I'm really bad at doing those quick, quick math, especially when they start getting up into like the adding two double digit numbers together. And you have to do it quickly because the rest of your group is sitting there going, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hit the dragon what? already. <laughs> I mean, Stu literally looks at my dice and he tells me the answer before I've even registered what those numbers are. Thank you, Stu. Yeah. We we had we had someone in our in our game for that, uh, and then we all switched to Fantasy Grounds. <laughs> um, Lord Entrails, uh, he's over on Twitch. asks uh, Hey Judy, it's been a long time uh, since I have checked, but you speak about Carolina game tables, or but can you speak about Carolina game tables and if they've started making digital tables that we can use with Fantasy Grounds? I can absolutely talk about Carolina game tables. Also, your name is Lord Entrails. Creepy, and I love it. Um, so, <laughs> a good name. So, in addition to being the COO and managing editor for Pinnacle, um, like I said, I just can't give it up because it is so much fun. Mm -hmm. Clint and I also own uh, Carolina game tables. So, we make the kind of tables you will sit around in person for playing gaming with um, uh, your friends. And they also do double duty as a dining room table, coffee table, kitchen table, you know, whatever. So you can look us up, carolinagametables.com. Um, I didn't come here to talk about that, but I'm always going to answer the questions about it. So we well, don't add any. Yeah, <laughs> we don't do any digital components. Sorry, if you want that. I recommend you look at some of the YouTube videos that are out there by our customers. Um, they have made cases for flat screens that they will put into our table and then take out when they don't need them. That way they can still use the table for uh, for board gaming, you know, all of the little meeples and stuff that you don't let them go rolling all over the table. And then when they want to have like a touch screen or just a flat screen or Whatever kind of digital technology rocks your boat, trust me, we cannot keep up. And our factory surely couldn't. So we don't do anything. What we do provide is a DIY-capable, you know, t uh, table. So it's completely hardwood. You can drill through it. You won't run into any hardware. I'll tell you where the hardware is, no problem. Um, it's very easy to adapt. So, uh, so that's what I say, you know, for people who are looking for the digital tables. Also, there are people out there who make digital tables. If you don't want to go through the DIY stuff out there, I'd rather you go look for those, and I can point you to a few um, rather than be unhappy. So just let me know. But that's not something we're going to embrace as a company. It's We would have to get the entire factory UL certified, and we're not doing that because the factory we work with also makes say, end tables for another company and China cabinets for another company, and they don't need electronics for any of that stuff. Yeah. So we're not going to pay for that. That doesn't make good business sense for us. But thank you for asking, Lord Entrails. Yep, Lord Entrails says your tables are beautiful, great craftsmanship, and thanks for answering. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Once again, uh, this is questions are completely open to chat. So if you have any questions about Pinnacle, Savage Worlds, any of the settings, feel free to drop those into, into chat on whatever whatever platform you're watching on. I will see them That's right. and we can oh. we can answer them. And while you're waiting for other questions and stuff, you've got yours up on the back shelf there uh -huh. behind you, but I thought I'd bring another one oh, a nice. little bit closer here and talk about Deadlands, which has been yes, our please. flagship product. Mm -hmm. So flagship, so by flagship product, like what do you mean by that? I mean kind of like for Paizo, it's Pathfinder, right? So Deadlands actually predates Savage Worlds. It was something that Pinnacle was making before we made Savage Worlds. We've been making Deadlands for 25 years. We've recently celebrated the, the 25th anniversary on that. Um, we actually got together in person in Deadwood, South Dakota last summer. Oh, um, that's really for fun. a small like VIP kind of level um, uh, experience. 
We had so much fun. Like, no idea. Um, we got to play a lot of Deadlands. We got to wear, you know, cowboy hats. <laughs> we got to go to the reenactment of the shooting of Wild Bill. Um, we got to just uh, walking up and down the street in, in, in Deadwood was so cool. And by the way, the Black Hills of South Dakota in August, totally recommend it. They're, it's just such a wonderful temperature and so dry. And anyways, it was, we want to go back. I just want to say that. Um, but for Deadlands, the setting is the Weird West. So it's, think cowboys, right? But undead gunslinger, mm -hmm. um, which has now become such a trope that yeah. like it's its own thing. We were doing the undead gunslinger before anybody else. And there are times that people will message me going, have you seen there's somebody who's doing this thing and it's called Dead Space Lands. What are you going to do? And we're like, we can't stop people for thinking about undead gunslingers just like we did. Sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? It is an objectively cool concept. It is. And it has been such a cool concept that, you know, it's been out there for a while. And, um, and we've got big plans for the property, but um, there's always something in the works for it. Right now, we have Hell on the High Plains, which was our recent Kickstarter, and it will be up on our website, peginc.com, soon, so that you can join in as a late backer, or really pre-order backer. We don't mm -hmm. want to say late backer, but anyway, so that will be up on our site soon. So sign up for our newsletter if you, have, if you still want to join in on that. Um, with more material, basically, for the Weird West. So, fantastic. Deadlands is my game of choice when I go for game mastering. Um, I love it. That's fun. I'm really excited to play it. Like I said, I haven't had a chance yet, but I went and bought bought the box set, even though I know I'm going to run it in Fantasy Grounds. But I'm one of those people I really Thank like you. to read through the books physically rather than uh, reading through them on my computer. I just find it easier. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really excited. Um, I think the thing that honestly excites me the most is, uh, the way that magic is handled. Yes. So we've got different arcane backgrounds. Um, there's the one that we did most recently for, um, this new version of Deadlands that has never existed in any of the other versions of Deadlands is the arcane background to play a witch. I love this because if you're familiar with our Deadlands history, there was all of these rail barons that were um, vying in the Great Rail Wars to try to build the first, basically, link to um, the Pacific. And I won't give away who won, but you can read the book for yourself and you'll figure it out. Um, one of the rail barons, Black River Railroad, um, is run by an honest-to-goodness witch by the name of Mina Devlin. And her agents, basically the highest um, mm -hmm. ranking members of her crew, are known as the Wichita Witches. And these badass women are clad all in black. They've got a black mask on, and they are so much fun to play. And uh, they featured um, in our graphic novel called The mm -hmm. Cackler, which kind of was our um, stepping stone from the previous edition of Deadlands called Deadlands Reloaded this edition of Deadlands called Deadlands the Weird West. So um, so she featured as one of the main characters in that, well, really one of the, yeah, one of the main characters. Cackler, I guess, should be the main character, but to me, she's the main character. Anyways, um, <laughs> so you get to actually play a witch. Um, so when you make a, um, uh, a spellcasting role, for example, you can, uh, you pick up the dice, you make your role, and then you're basically bartering your soul. So there's always a chance that you're going to go become more and more corrupt. Mm -hmm. And then if you hit, hit too much corruption, of course you become the GM NPC because you've gone too far. But you can always take that corruption back by lowering the fear level in the area. So raising the fear level is what the bad guys wanna do, what the Reckoners want to do. They want to convert the entire world into a dead land make everybody scared as um, possible. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, um, so this is your way to fight the darkness as basically one of the people with the darkness inside of them. 
So I'd, I'd have so much fun playing a witch. I just do. Um, and then there's other arcane backgrounds out there. Now, you might have heard of the huckster. Mm-hmm. So the huckster uses playing cards. And the huckster does it still gambles with their soul. But they do it because they read Hoyle's book of cards um, and they've uh, our book of games. And they have figured out the arcane secrets that are inside there. And so you're using these cards as like a way to communicate with the uh, Manitous, the spirits in the hunting grounds, to bargain for their power. Um, the Manitous love playing games, by the way, with your head. And sure, they'll play a game of cards with you if you just ask. Um, so in the game, mechanic-wise, you can just make the roll and mm-hmm. try to, and use your power points. And it's just like, you know, hit points, whatever. You're taking those tokens or making marks on your character sheet. You're just knocking it down. Or you deal out an honest-to-goodness deck of hands or deck of cards. Yeah. And you try to make the best hand possible. This is called dealing with the devil. And if you... If you make a really good hand, then you get enough power points right in that instant to be able to get the spell off. And meanwhile, you know, bullets are flying and everything's happening. And your little huckster is just kind of like, I'm just going to flip these cards in front of my face. And, yep, I've got the power points. And then shoot out a bolt of energy or whatever kind of game mm-hmm. mechanic you want to make it look like. Um, but if it, if it goes wrong, oh, you know it goes wrong. It goes so horribly, horribly wrong. So I love that. There are people who've said, in the new Deadlands, you don't get to use cards like you used to. No, you you still can. It's just an option. Before, you had to use cards, Mm -hmm. I think, in Deadlands Classic. So now it's an option. So um, so anyways, I hope if there was anybody out there who was asking that question mentally, then I just answered it. Answer Answer them before they're asked. That's, I mean, we get those questions a lot. When we yeah. go to conventions, oh, we I'm hear sure. that, um, get emails, mm-hmm. see these questions on Facebook or on our forums. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like one I, of those, with it being an option, that sounds like one of those. If you want to use the cards more, tell your tell your game master. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and what then, you want out of the game. Yeah. And then again, also with 25 years of Deadlands, I have people who come up to me and they say, I've played Deadlands. And I'll be like, which kind? And they said, oh, the old one. And I'm like, okay. I'm just going to have to play this game of which old one did you mean? Because we've had, we yeah. started out with Deadlands Classic, our own, mm-hmm. our own, um, our Shane's own uh, game mechanic, which involved a lot of dice, but otherwise it's pretty much Savage Worlds. So if you played Classic and you're leery of trying Savage Worlds, you might as well try it. It's the exact same thing. It's just you don't use as many dice. Um, and then we had uh, D20 in there for a while in the 90s. Um, mm-hmm. The D20's flat craze caught us, too. And trust me, we had a lot of those books for a while. Uh, we're finally starting to whittle down the numbers. And then uh, we did Deadlands Reloaded with Suede. Uh, sorry, with Savage Worlds when it came out. Mm-hmm. And now we call it Suede Savage yeah. Worlds Adventure Edition. Um, that's the most recent version of our Savage Worlds core rules. And the most recent version of Deadlands is called Deadlands The Weird West. So not Deadlands Reloaded. That was the older version mm-hmm. before that is Deadlands Classic, whether it's D20 or Classic Classic. It's like Classic Coke. It's like, which Classic yeah. Coke are you what, talking what, what about What do you now? mean? <laughs> All right. We actually do have a couple of questions. First, I want to say uh, Icy Bison. Thank you for following over on Twitch. Um. We did get a, this one did get answered by someone in chat, but I feel it's important to get it uh, read on stream and answered there. Uh, Hi, Jody. It is great that you took the time to share with the community. Um, Are there any plans to re-release Tropicana and will Monster Hunters Club be available on Fantasy Grounds as well? So those are licensee products, not Pinnacle Mm -hmm. products. But I would like to say that... um, we love our licensees. We um, we owe a large part of the community and how wonderful mm-hmm. it is because of all of these licensee companies who've created great product like that, like Monster Hunters Club and Tropicana. And I mean, you just name it. And then there's also fan-made products out there, you know, like Savage Eberron, which some people think is a licensee product. It is made by a licensee, but I think due to the nature of the license, which they did get from the owner, you know, from... Anyways, so yeah. so yeah, it's 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 a there's lots of ways you can license our stuff. 
Um, we also have the SWAG program, which is on DriveThruRPG. It's just a click-through, submit-it kind of thing. You can make your own content. You don't need approval from us. You just publish it, and we let capitalism take its course. So <laughs> if it's really good, <laughs> then it swims to the top. And I think that might have been how Tropicana, well, at least the people who make Tropicana kind of got some of their start. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's a great, great resource. Go check it out. And you might as well, if you've got some kind of genius idea, write it up, submit it. The only downside is it's there forever. And um, and maybe you sell two products and made 50 cents. What's wrong with that? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, right? Um, got another question. S. Mason on YouTube mm-hmm. asks, uh, how hard is it to convert deluxe rules content to suede rules? So when you are running it, um, there there is a little bit of a, you might as well just read the new book, you know, because there is a conversion guide that's on our website. You can download it. You can look it over. It'll tell you this equals mm-hmm. this now. Um, there's a few notable things that are missing now, like charisma. We just took mm-hmm. that out of the middle math and um, we apply those modifiers directly to persuasion, intimidation, that sort of thing. So, you know, I, I just recommend people just read the new book with fresh eyes. Um, you'll learn it so much faster. And then, of course, play it and download the resource material, like the help sheets and that sort of thing. Uh, we had a lot of that material during our initial Kickstarter. Some of it is available for free on our website. Um, just go trolling through it or ask on our incredibly helpful communities because... They're all wonderful. Um, say, hey, I'm just getting started. What are some of the best resources that have worked for you? And they'll probably link you straight to the page so you can download it for yourself. Fun, fun. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, I guess that's what I love about this is we get to meet so many mm-hmm. cool people like you. Thank you, Bryce. Um, and um, I'm glad to all I qualify the people. As cool. You do. You qualify as cool. Uh, and all the people who have joined us in the chat, um, the people that we meet at the conventions, uh, the people who have decided to take our rules and make something cool and unique with them. I mean, just when you think that everything has been done, mm-hmm. somebody comes up with something new. And, like Scooby-Doo and that's, Cthulhu. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> or... I mean, like, I can't even imagine. There's there's always something cool and unique happening that makes you kind of go, wait, what? So I I just have to say thank you to everybody who has helped us get to this point. Um, we recognize your contribution to this community because we would never be this in this place mm-hmm. if it weren't for you. And thank you. Yeah, once again, uh, A, Thank you, Mason, for asking. Um, once again, you have any questions, feel free to ask. can be about anything, Savage Worlds, Fantasy Grounds, any of that related. Uh, you get bonus points if it's related to both. That's right. Um, I don't know what you can spend these points on. Uh, tell, your, tell your game master you get, you get an extra Benny. That's right. That's exactly how you... See, Bryce, you're learning. Uh, yep. That is exactly how you would bribe your GM into giving you new bennies. <laughs> that's, so that's what, I, that's what I tell people all the time uh, for their Dungeons & Dragons, is I'll be like, oh, just tell your, just tell your DM that I said you get advantage yeah, on your first roll of, of the night. It almost yeah. never works, but it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> when Clint signs books, sometimes he will, he will sign, you know, use of this book at the table gives you a free Benny. Show it to your GM. That's, um, I would, I would totally, I would totally honor that. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that is, <laughs> that is honored. Yep. Um, and he did this one thing to one of our friends uh, who mm-hmm. runs or owns the, the company Pirate Press um, LLC okay. who makes uh, Battle for Oz. So imagine, you know, uh, Dorothy, yeah. Wizard of Oz, dark, twisted, after Dorothy, you know, mm-hmm. all of this stuff. It's so horrific. I love it. Anyway, so Dan's book actually says whenever a Joker comes up for the, um, uh, for mm-hmm. no matter who it's for, everybody gets a Benny. Oh. So 
he still honors that. So that's not in the in the rules. What happens is if the Joker comes up on the side for the for the GM, only the GM gets an extra Benny. If the Joker comes up on the side of the players, not only does the player get the benefits of the Joker, mm-hmm. everybody on your allies, they all get Bennies. That's cool. They get a free Benny right that's, then. And yeah, I, I would totally I would be like, yeah, I can't argue with that. It's in the book, literally literally in the book it, it got written in the book so that is now a new rule for that table um uh, mm-hmm. we got another question hi jody are we close to a new version of fantasy companion uh fantasy companion absolutely yes if you missed the news we announced um tuesday in our newsletter and it's gone out on our socials so if you have not been following those please do um or sign up for our newsletter M- april 5th Mark the date. We are launching our That's next close. game changer. That's really soon. Yeah. That is when we launch the next game changer on our website. Um, that's what we call our crowdfunding platform that's on our own website. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are doing that for the Fantasy Companion and Assorted Products. So I hope you will join us that day mm-hmm. and pledge your support. You'll get in um You'll get in early for the Fantasy Companion, either in digital format or in physical format. And then, we, all, you know, we always throw in lots of extra goodies as thank you for helping us, you know, reach that goal early. So we are still in the planning, pa- pla- planning stages of the Game Changer itself. But the book itself, I mean, that that's underway. That is closer to being done than you can you can imagine. So we try to get our books almost done, like I'd say eighty yeah. percent done, like in layout, most of the art, mm-hmm. that kind of thing, before we launch anything on crowdfunding platforms. So, so we cool. don't we don't wait for the money to come in before we start. We'd never get anything out if we did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there was a second part to that same question of any idea when we're going to see a fiction and horror version for Suede. A fiction and horror version, like a line just for fiction? Yes, we do. So we also recently made the announcement that we are in partnership um, and we have a new line called Outrider. Um, and if you, you can go to our website, you'll find it in there. Hopefully you'll soon see, start seeing more information from that. Mm-hmm. Um they are going to be running their own crowdfunding um, projects to be able to fund things. The first thing they're going to do is to reprint a graphic novel series that's been out of print now for, I guess, five years, maybe 10. I've been in this for a long time. I'm sorry. <laughs> it all starts um, to blur together. It does. <laughs> what is today? It's Blur's Day. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been out of print for way too long and we want to get those graphic novels back into print first and then we definitely have new fiction on the line they're looking at um the rippers line we definitely have like a novel lined up for that we have um a short fiction that's lined up you remember our if you've seen our wendigo tales um they are going to pick up the torch on that and continue carrying it forward so we've got more for- short fiction fiction coming out for that we also have, if you're into audiobooks, we've got a line for audiobooks. So go to Sound Booth Theater. So we got legs, baby. We are all over the place. <laughs> you got everything over there. That's right. Um, S. Mason, we're gonna we're gonna jump back to the previous part of that question because uh, S. Mason asked um, the for the fantasy companion uh, thing. Does that include uh, a fantasy grounds version, or will there be a fantasy grounds version? Oh. Of course there will be a Fantasy Grounds version. I mean, that I don't work at Smite Work, so I can't tell them what to do, but I think that they would be one of the first people to be begging me for that PDF and all the mm-hmm. information in it, like usual. So, yeah, yeah. there will be... I mean, there, there, yeah. will mo- there will almost certainly, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever... I'm told I'm not... I'm, I shouldn't give any absolutes, so I'll leave it at that. Exactly. But. That's right. Not, especially with like, you know, a worldwide pandemic and all things just kind of go a little sky yeah. crazy. And yeah, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know. But I will say that it is our earnest desire that they do so. And knowing Doug as well as I do, that mm-hmm. it is his as well. I know that I know that Savage Worlds is, is one of our is one of our big, big sellers. And just Yay. just in sheer amount of of books. It might be the most. There's so much Savage Worlds content on Fantasy Grounds. 
like I don't know exactly how many. Um, so in the you know retail world, you use the SKU thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't know exactly how many SKUs you guys have at um, SmiteWorks for us, but we have thousands of SKUs. Thousand, yeah. we have more than a thousand. I'll put it that way, more than a thousand. Yeah. So that's one reason that's why we went to hosting a a crowdfunding campaign on our own site. Mm -hmm. um, that's what I mentioned, the Game Changer Four. So it's like Kickstarter, it's like Indiegogo, it's like Game on Tabletop, except for it's on PinnacleEntertainmentGroup.com, P-E-G-I-N-C.com, and this will be the fourth time we've used this plugin. And we are packaging mm -hmm. it to sell it to other um, RPG creators or other creators creators mm -hmm. who want to run crowdfunding uh, campaigns on their own WordPress pl um, platforms. So we're not at the point yet ready for selling that, selling that but um, it's been a godsend because you can yeah. add anything from our store there. Mm -hmm. So if you want like an old copy of our uh, science fiction companion to ship with your new horror companion, you can do that. You can add an old copy of Savage Worlds Deluxe to that and a new copy of Savage Worlds Adventure Edition. Like if we were doing this on any other crowdfunding campaign mm -hmm. platform, you would spend hours trying to input all of those SKUs as options. We don't have to do that here. And for those of, those of you who run platforms, you kind of get what a big deal that is. Those of you who don't and you just like back Kickstarters mm -hmm. and stuff, you probably don't see the value of that. But at least I want you to know that it means that we're not paying an extra part of our income to Kickstarter mm -hmm. or to any of those other platforms. You're supporting the publisher um, directly. And thank you. We appreciate it. Um, Bell Merte asks, uh, for the Kickstarter, will there be a level where I can get my face in another book? No. Sorry. Sorry, no. Bell Merte. Um, we used to do those kind of personalized levels mm -hmm. um, many years ago, especially with like Deadlands Noir, I think you're probably mm -hmm. referring to. Um, and honestly, it's just too hard to keep up with. And there are um, licensees who do that. Um, but uh, in fact, I think I, yeah, I backed the Battle for Oz Kickstarter so I could get my face into the book. But, um, <laughs> <Fun>. <laughs> but as far as Pinnacle Entertainment goes, we're, we're not going to do individualized um, Kickstarter reward levels like that. Uh, for one thing, we just don't know what kind of value add to put on that. Mm -hmm. um, do, do we go with the, oh, we're all that and it's going to cost you $5,000. You know, it just, we don't, we're kind of, we don't take ourselves that, I don't know, seriously. It just, <laughs> it just doesn't, I don't think that we feel like we're, I don't think that we'd feel like we'd, we could come up with a fair price for that. Yeah. So, yeah. And also from previous experience, we'll email those people and we'll try to follow up with them for mm -hmm. months at a time and try to get art direction back from them and you know, get back and forth on like, how do you want this monster to look or whatever? And it's not your job. You don't have to answer that email very quickly or get back to us very quickly and you don't think about it, but it halts our production and slows mm -hmm. things down. So we don't want to slow things down. Many apologies to those of you who want to be that involved in our creation, but we just can't allow it because it just, it slows everything down and it creates more work for us. Sorry. That makes sense. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, because I don't want to make people feel like we don't like them, and that's not the case, yeah. not at all. But that no, that totally that does totally make sense. Um, well, we don't. We're starting to. We've still got a few minutes, but we're starting to get close to our time. So it's a good time to get any of your any of your last minute questions in. Um, but one thing I want to say, because I was super impressed when it showed up was my Deadlands box set. I have to say, and I will I will go on the record saying this, this is the best RPG box set I've ever opened. Wow. Thank you. I haven't what opened that like many, but I, I just, it was, at first off, all of the pieces in it feel quite high quality, which is uh, shockingly rare these days. Um, and and the amount of, of stuff. Like I got it, and I I held the book and was impressed with a with how like hefty it is. It is it has got it has got everything. 
Yeah, I'm I'm gonna open this one up, which I don't know that I had. So this is like the poster yeah. map. Oh, and the and the poster map, it's beautiful. Yep, and extra power cards just for some of those powers infernal devices that you can mm -hmm. hand out to people so they can get their mechanical yeah. mule with all of their why, why wouldn't you want a mechanical them. mule yep and like here's our archetype mm -hmm. cards uh, i apologize for any glare they're still in the shrink wraps so yeah uh, actually that's not the archetype cards for this box set sorry that's from the <laughs> whoops from our, uh blood drive yeah. one but this is so that's that's literally all you need to know to play a character front and back You've got yeah, they're starting to go a little screen. invisible because of the because of the green screening, but yeah, we, we get we get the idea. Um, the the yeah. ammo counters, I thought those were an amazing amazing addition. Yep, little yeah. like shotgun, you know, ammo counters there, and also PowerPoint counters. You can you can spin the dial and say, okay, I spent three power points on this boost lower trait, but it helped a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, your pack of dice with the yeah. wild guy in it that has the cow skull on it. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was quite well done box set. I was very, very impressed. Thank you. And yeah, we've got and the, our... and the book too. the book is 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 quite nicely printed. Yeah. And we were hoping that it wouldn't be too terribly big, you know, like, no, it's like just it's... the right size. Yeah, when it's too big, you can't open it to the right page yeah, without it looking um, like you're doing this. <laughs> I can say I won't I won't name which games, but I've definitely bought books that are way too big to ever use to and read comfortably. This is the empty box. Mm -hmm. So we put, you know, it's just like a little detail, but we took the map oh, and yeah. we printed it on the inside, and then we've got little compartments for everything. It was yeah, so, it was best box set I've ever opened. That's Saul Simon. I got to tell you, he's the one who has to do the measuring mm -hmm. on like this will fit in here. And well, actually, I should just say that Simon and Jess, but um, so, yeah. <laughs> and then these little, like spacers here. Yeah, and it, Oh, I, I it was a, it was, you know, it's it's a very, very good sign when opening up the package is fun. When opening yeah. it up just and just seeing what's inside is enjoyable. That's how you know you have, um, a, you have a good product. Also, those spacers give you room so you can put your copy of Savage Worlds Adventure Edition in this box and close it. Oh, that's fun. I, I still don't. I actually don't have a copy of Savage Worlds Adventure Edition besides my Fantasy Grounds copy. I need How to are pick you going to play our game, dude? I know, right? Well, I have it. So I do have <laughs> it for, for Fantasy Grounds. But, yeah, there's PDFs. Yeah, but no, I none of my none of my local game stores sell it. And I'm I'm lazy, so I haven't ordered it yet. Actually, Eventually. the Savage Worlds Adventure Edition book is out of print right now oh. because shipping, because shipping containers. Sorry, yeah, um, that would make so sense. It will be back in stock for retail in June, I mm. think. So yeah. you know, yeah. Although to be fair, when I asked them, they were like, "No, we don't. We don't carry Savage Worlds." They they, they and, and then they had like them. a single like old Deadlands book. I'm like, okay, that's <laughs> cool, but like that's not what I'm. It's not what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah sometimes i'll see like um uh some of the mm -hmm. the like deadlands classic or d20 mm -hmm. books and they're still the original price and that kind of thing and i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> that should maybe be uh not yeah now if it's our 25th ed uh ed edition 25th anniversary edition of deadlands classic which we did as a kickstarter and we completely colorized the art, and oh, it looks cool. fantastic. You can't find that. It is out of print. We don't have it. Don't email me, because I get those. And I have to tell you, I'm sorry. We don't have it. Uh, it really is out of print. Uh, if you look on eBay, I think it's going for, I think, $200, $300. It sounds like it would probably be going for a lot. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah. Thank you so much for the praise on our box sets. We do try to go for quality and we also try to go for like a very sturdy box oh, yeah. itself because it just, it looks nice on the shelf when you're trying to organize all those little bits and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I used one. It was like 275. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> I, might, I, mean, I might have to go try and track one of those down now because that looks really cool. I mean, check like used bookstores because mm -hmm. you'd never know where you're going to find one and oh, yeah. they just don't know what it's going for. Yeah. yeah. Find two, sell one. There you go. Yep, exactly. That's how you, <laughs> that's how you get rich. 
Um, That's right. All right, and I think we got we had one more one more question. It was again about a a horror companion. Okay, so Sabotage. the horror companion is in the lineup for after um, the fantasy companion. So mm -hmm. I won't say where because we tend we have an idea of where things are. Yeah. But uh, production schedules tend to jockey around depending on who's mm -hmm. working on what. Um, when the art comes in, when that artist is available, that sort of thing. So we really only like to announce our next crowdfunding project um, when we're kind of done with the first crowd, you know. So we, we do a yeah. rolling schedule of like what's coming up next, but we try not to announce it any further ahead than that. We don't want to throw anybody on, under the bus if, um, say, they've had a death in the family or you know, other unfortunate mm -hmm. circumstances. So we appreciate it if y'all understand. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Um, well, we're getting we're getting really really close. We're we're basically at time. Uh, I'll see if anybody wants to to sneak a question in. Um, if they do, I'll ask it. But I do want to. Uh, I want to thank you, Jody, for coming in and, and talking to me and talking to all of us. Not a problem. Right. So, so thank you for getting thank you the for chance being here. To, to talk with new people and mm -hmm. um, getting a chance to hang out with you today. It's definitely one of the yeah. highlights of my day. Yeah, um, that is honestly like that's my favorite part of of this job is just getting to getting to talk to people about things I love, even if it's games that I haven't played yet, but I know that I will. Um, yeah, but just just getting to getting to talk about something so fun is is amazing. And you know, like when when you sit down finally to, to play the game, like you now mm -hmm. know some of the basics, right? Yeah. You're going to need all the dice. Mm -hmm. The GM might have will have a deck of cards. Don't look at that weird. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you know, and the well, that's, the GM. I'm a I'm a forever GM. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, this is really the only game that I've ever tried to game master, mm -hmm. um, because. I, I've always been a player and so never really picked it up except for this. And then finally, I just had so many cool ideas. How could I stop? Right. Yeah. So we um, we I love the fact that our community is just so welcoming mm -hmm. that you can sit down at any Savage Worlds table, I hope, and and get a warm reception. And you don't need to feel like you need to know everything about the rules before you sit down. You can just learn it as you go. And mm -hmm. honestly, when I run demos in our booth, I usually can teach you everything you need to know in about 20 minutes. So it's yeah. not a hard system to pick up. It's just, you know, you learn like what you need to know for your character, just like mm -hmm. with any game. Um, and then as a game master, you just kind of learn everything. But it's it's easier, you know, and you can also just you learn the philosophy of the game and then figure it out from there. If somebody comes up to you and they're like, well, what kind of modifier is this? And it's like, well, I don't want to look at the chart. It feels like a minus two. Let's just go with that. You know, yeah. it's fine. Go I mean, with that, that. Honestly, those that. are those are my favorite types of, of RPGs is the ones that you can teach people while you're playing. <laughs> no, nothing is worse than than someone like, oh, I really want to play this game with you. And then you're like, all right, here's a stack of rule books. You got to read these before Saturday. That's right. <laughs> It's, it's like it's much easier example. to just say, you, you know, we'll just teach you while we play. It's real easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like, well, just tell me what you want to do. What's kind of going through your head. Mm -hmm. Like if you were watching this as a movie, how would your character react right now? Yeah. Um, and they're like, well, I want to jump up and grab the chandelier and swing across the room and then kick that guy in the face. It's like, all right, let me tell you how you're going to what we're going to do. Yeah. But you're going to roll dice. That's all you're going to do. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those are those are my favorites. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's I think that's it for this Fantasy Grounds Fridays. So once again, thank you everyone for uh, for showing up. Thank you, Jody, for uh, coming in and talking with us. Um, everyone, remember go check out uh, peginc.com and uh, and uh, remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember all the stuff I'm supposed to say at the end of these. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a struggle every time. Uh, come join the, the Fantasy Grounds Discord server, especially if you want to uh, to get in some games. We've got a whole bunch of channels that are just dedicated to different systems, so you can you can come in and just start talking about your your favorite systems. Um, I know we're kicking up some organized play stuff, so if that's if that's your thing, we've got that. Um, 
In fact, I believe next week we're uh, Fantasy on Fridays. We're talking to the guy who's hosting all of our organized play stuff. So come on and uh, talk with that. And I wanted to just do a quick reminder for everyone that tomorrow night is uh, our actual play show, Fable Dice. It's finally coming back after being gone for a week. Uh, so come and see what happens to the party while they're lost in the Amber Temple in uh, Barovia. Boy, do Ooh. I love Ravenloft. Ravenloft is yes. my f- total favorite. Yeah. All right. You and had, you had to hit horror. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I've got some map stream. I do not believe there will be a map stream tomorrow, uh, but hopefully, hopefully very soon. Um, and we are going to, if you're on Twitch, uh, to end this stream out, we're going to go raid uh, Valid Gamer, who is playing, looks like D&D 5e, uh, using Fantasy Grounds. So Swords up. Let's yep. go raid. Yep. Get your, get your swords out. Get your, uh, what, what emotes do we, do we, what emote would be, would be good for this? Uh, so they just see the swords and then they, sh- they show up with shields. That's fine. Anyways. That's fun. <laughs> get your, uh, get your crits ready. I don't know if, I can't remember if crits are for everyone or if crits are uh, like a tier one. Anyway, anyway, that's it. Have a good rest of your day, everyone. Oh, wait. Uh, I think I accidentally canceled the raid somehow. Oh, no. You can, can you restart it? Uh, I'll I wait. Think I, I think, I, uh, there we go. There we go. And we're <laughs> on the raid again. Warding on the warpath yeah, again. I don't, I don't even know how that happened. All right. We'll see you tomorrow for Fable Dice. Have a good rest of your night, everyone. Thank you, Jody. Thank you.